This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this uh, Thursday afternoon. We're going to be uh, talking movies. If you want to stick around, nice. oh, thank you, Julia, for coughing in my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know my mic was on. Did you turn on my I mic? I did not. No, it's and That was not me. I did not turn on your mic. Wow. Uh, anyway, Chris Hewitt, our uh, favorite uh, movie critic, he's going to join us at the bottom of the hour. So. Sweet. I wonder if he's seen Maleficent. No, he's. I know he saw the Joker. He did. Okay, cool. So happy about this. What? When Stefani is fifty. Yes, I love when people cross the great divide (laughs) and join join our side. Fifty. Join our side of the playground in the bleep at fifties. So much fun. Welcome to our side. And she turned fifty, and Blake Shelton, her her man, her guy. They've been together. Four years. Four years. He is the first. He, this is what he did. This, of course, it has to be on Twitter, but he did it right away, seven thirty-four a.m. And he kind of. They do kind of have to be out loud. They do. I they're guess. on the they're, voice. They need publicity. Yeah, they're on the voice right now. And, but he said, "Happy birthday, Gwen Stefani. I love you so much. It's actually stupid. Dot dot dot, and possibly illegal in the state of California." That is like the sweetest So thing. much better than like uh, Brad Falchuk's Ugh. long oh, Instagram. I love how you eat, eat cornflakes and she and you really do eat french fries. And and, and no, he said um, that you think um, being dehydrated is a criminal offense and unseasoned food is a crime. I mean, it I just mean, went on. It was the most... It was... This, this is how you do... Yes. A shout out of love. That is just sweet and it feels from the heart. Yep. And it feels like he's forty three, uh, she's fifty. Oh my gosh. Um and now this year on the voice, Adam Levine is gone. Oh thank sc- goodness. Gone and sc- Yeah, don't talk to you. You've got like hairballs in your throat and everybody's slightly gagging now. <laughs> I'll do sign language the rest of the show. Yeah, it won't be possible, but I'm glad that Adam Levine is gone. I mean, not that I ever watched the show. I'm wondering why. I just, I, he bugs. He, he was good on that show, Lori. I know, but I he's liked always him. bugged me ever since that last concert when he was we, so... Well, we went to see Paolo Nutini. I heard new shoes in some show the other day. Oh, gosh. Put on my new suede shoes and suddenly... Yeah, that was a great song. It was, that a, was, great a, great was a great song. Anyway, but neither here nor there. And Kelly Clarkson, I should watch it because I love her. Love. Donnie, she's already got her... Ta- she's only been on three weeks and they've already put a list of her 10 best Kelly-Okies. Because uh, she, she starts the show every day with the cover. Yep. And Yesterday she, was Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. I know. And she, what she has done, though, in her concerts is she always sings covers. Kind of like covers. Keith Urban does yes. covers. We love it when people do covers. I know. 
Anyway, so Gwen's happy with Blake. I'm glad she's on this side of 50. It just makes me happy. Jennifer Lopez is there. It just makes me happy. I, I don't know why. I'm I don't selfish. Either. I think you are. I'm a selfish, practical cave woman. Jennifer Aniston there? Jennifer? Yeah, Jennifer's okay. 50? Courtney Cox? She's 55. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she's... Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, apparently... Um, just to give you the four one one, if one and done, and we don't have to talk about it again. Oh. not that we really talk too much about Kylie Jenner, except to say that she is Chris Jenner's new favorite. Well, she and she's a the, billionaire. Yeah, but that's why she's Chris Jenner's favorite ch- child. You know, that's a thing on the Kardashians. And she still has a nose. No, well, <laughs> she's she's had it sculpted, but she hasn't had it sculpted away like Chloe and Chris Jenner have. But she sculpted it. And oh, I she's know. She's added to her backside, but. She, one of the things, if you've watched the Kardashians, which I know you have not. I don't. I watched like once. Okay, you've watched it periodically, but one of the running gags on the show is... Mom only likes the one who's making the most money. Who's mom's favorite? And for years, it's been Kim. Got it. But now Chloe. No, it's Kylie. Oh, Kylie. 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 Is the new favorite because of all the dough, Raimi. Wow. So here's the story. Okay. Um, Travis Scott, who is, uh, Ky- has been Kylie's guy. They have the daughter Stormy with an eye. Mm-hmm. He's a big musician. Yeah. He's 28. She's 22. And, uh, they broke up surprising really nobody. Um, but apparently he's had a side chick all along who goes by the name. Maybe we follow her. Young Sweet Row on Insta. I doubt it, Lori. <laughs> For God's sakes. I went to Insta last okay. week. Young Sweet Row. All right, okay, that's her. Up. And she's long been rumored to be the side chick in the Travis Scott. Because you got to remember, one thing Kris Jenner has been very liberal with her daughters. All of her daughters, she let them start dating at like 12 and they all pretty much have admitted to losing their virginity by 14 right. to guys that were eight and 10 years older. To me, just, I don't understand that. That's just too big of an age difference. It seems like I, I would never be that liberal. I'm more old fashioned, like at that, for that age, 14. If you're going to date, I guess you date a 14 year old, you know? Right. Anyway, so, and remember, Kylie had that relationship with uh, Tyga when she was, 15 and he was like 25 it was just appalling and who is tyga's baby black, black china. china has a baby with with tyga who married t- at black china had a baby with, with rob, rob her I mean, older brother just, they all the people in calabasas know each other so anyway what i'm saying is that kylie isn't any smarter than her sisters when it comes to men because she she got the okay at too young of an age to be dating. You should date someone your age in in your teenage years. That's just what I think. I don't think you should date a guy eight or ten years. I mean, my dad wouldn't even let me date anybody uh, that was two years older than me. I mean, he's just like, he's like, no, that's, they only want one thing. We, they have, they only want one thing and they're going to take advantage of a young girl's heart. So, none of these girls have good pickers. No. When it comes to men, it takes them a while. Kim seems like she's happy with she Kanye. She seems happy. And Courtney seems happy with the single life because she's been through yep. with Scott. And, you know, she's probably the most 
down to earth. But anyway, so Kylie doesn't have probably they've never really dated. You know, I mean, it's you just don't have a lot of experience. So Travis has probably been able to have this side chick all along. And apparently um, she's got 80,000. Young Sweet Row has 80,000 followers How do you on spell Insta. Ro? Is it R-O-W? Young Y-U-N-G Sweet yeah. Row. That doesn't come out. R-O-W. R-O. R-O. So it almost sounds like, I don't know, like it almost sounds like Chinese food. Like Kung Pao Chicken. Young Sweet Row. You know, like that, the way it's spelled. Yeah. Anyway, she has 80,000 followers and she's always alluding to, and that she's, he's always around. So in that whole, the people that are in the know that really follow the Insta followers, follow Travis Scott, realize that Kylie Jenner doesn't know jack duty about guys. Even she says a small, limited world. Tyga, you know, I mean, think about all the BS he was able to blow up her booty. No bad pun intended. Being 10 years older, 15 and 25. I mean, Donnie, would you uh, ever have let oh, your daughter? Absolutely she would, not. She would have had to sneak around the house. But I mean, yeah. some parents I mean, are like, no, go ahead and do it. Uh, it's the I, emotional. I don't understand that. It's the emotional, like, uh, <sighs> that's what worries me about that age difference. Anyway, that's probably really why they broke up. Because I guess young, sweet Roe um, is... Um, not able to contain. You know, she's, Here's a website, Young Sweet Row and Travis. Mm-hmm. People that have like followed, they kind of have known. So anyway, this she's probably found out about it, even though she was like at the birthday party in June that Kylie threw for Travis Scott. But there were you know a thousand people there. Hmm. Good lord, that yeah. was a lot of explanation. Well, Julia, yeah. I love when I can go off on a sexual tangent. I mean, that was a long one. <laughs> well. I know, but you're having hairballs in your throat. And, so, and uh, young is not spelled the way you spell young. It's Y-U-N-G. That's what I said. Y-U-N-G. Oh, well, it definitely sounds Asian. If it's, That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I said. It looks like an A. And she she's a she's a snack and a half, let me tell you. She she only got the best boob job uh, money can yeah, buy in that. Hollywood. Thanks for holding up the photo. Yeah, I mean, you know. Thank but you. that's what it takes to be an Insta star with 80,000 followers yeah, so. and getting paid to influence. Okay. I mean, oh, for God's sake. If you want to do it this way with your body. Sure. Do you see how big I, those boobs that, are? Where I got to work on that. But I mean, the best. If, so if I want to be an Instagram with my body. You got to get some boobs. I got to back up my age. <laughs> well, <laughs> Like 30 years. Uh, Good Lord. Yeah. That's, that's not what we got happen. filters for. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough. <laughs> I don't think there's enough. All right. Let's when we come back. It's random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Donnie, we're just looking at an order for Young Sweet Roe. <laughs> and a Chinese man. <laughs> Isn't Roe fish eggs? R-O-E. Oh, that's R-O-E. Oh, okay. Yeah. Young I, Sweet Row. I mean, it is like a clever Y-U-N-G. incident. I know. Yeah. <laughs> is it actually on the menu? No. Oh, Johnny, just, oh my God. I can't <laughs> stop so laughing gullible. that Lori said that. <laughs> so we just have to say that. 
I like it though when I feel I'm, I'm you made me laugh all the way in the bathroom and yeah. back. I'm glad that they didn't. It wasn't a stunt breakup for the music. I almost feel better that he, that the breakup is because the side chick, Young Sweet Row, is coming forward <laughs> to claim her place. He doesn't need it for the music, Lori. His music, the kids love, love him. him. Yeah, so he love didn't him. need to do a stunt. He breakup. didn't. He didn't. I want to tell people about. I obviously have a cold and some other things going on. A hairball. A hairball. <laughs> other things I'm suffering from. Um, but I had a nasal lavage today. Now, why did you do that? Because I'm going to tell you what it is. Because okay. you were talking yesterday about making a point for your, your lavage. Lavage, which, uh, you know, I still haven't done. <laughs> Everything is on a very loud volume for me. <laughs> Lori's got a lot of wax in her narrow canals. But you know what? Isn't there controversy about doing the nose lavage that you're introducing because no. the rubber... Uh, thing is actually you're just putting pushing mold back up your no it's you mean the neti pot yeah the neti pot that it's that because no. it's the plastic that it's just like a moldy old thing it isn't moldy a okay. you run hot water through it first b to clean it out and what you do is you, you clean it better than that oh for god's sakes just be quiet <laughs> i mean you sound I can't, worse you, today than you did yesterday well, I and am, now i feel worse today i'm wondering if you introduce mold I, via no. your old <laughs> medipod yes, that's i just been, used no, I it right so. before work today it wouldn't have had this quick of an effect no, it wouldn't. but how long has that neti pop been sitting in your bathroom which is warm and humid because of all the showers are you, are you done why don't we just go back wondering, to the real id i'm just wondering <laughs> if you've introduced Mold ever since no. I, oh, okay. I don't know. That's what I've heard. Mold. Have you heard that from people that the neti pot yeah, on GMA that doctor when did they, she do that? Well, she just I it might have been like last fall, like last winter cold and flu season, and the, that Everyone was the one says thing. Use your neti pot if but, it's totally sterilized, sterilized, clean, not been sitting. Well, how on, do you? Wouldn't you have to? Put you it have in to boiling water. water. Run it through the dishwasher. Well, I didn't oh, have time. Okay. I didn't feel good, and I wanted a nose lavage. I ran it in the hot water. Well, I don't think so. Yeah, it doesn't oh. seem like it did at all. But they now say you've blown the mold up your passages. <laughs> no, it's giving you the hairball. That's right, and left you to be in. You know, I don't feel good. I haven't felt good all week. It's just today's the peak day. All right, okay. today is the peak day. Well, I'm, don't, I'm glad we haven't hugged a lot this week. We haven't oh. hugged at all. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's happening. The new Homer hanky is out, and if you want to get one, it's red, and it says "Welcome to Bumba's." Bamba zone, yep. but zone Bamba, Bamba zone, Bamba. That's what you said. <laughs> like Malcolm. I knew you were going to say that next. Really? I'd like an order of Yang Sui Roll <laughs> <laughs> with an egg roll back and some noodles and some Bamba on the and side. Ba- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> and some zone. Because it's S Z N. And I said, Donnie, what does that say? Yeah. And he's like, Bumba Zone. Bumba Zone. I know, but I th- why not just spell out zone? Yeah, no, because well, they're the bombas not, yep. because they're all, we've yes, got so many Hispanics. Yes, and we do. It's Spanish for okay. Well, anywho, if you want to get one, is it, it red? It's red. I already said that, I and it's got a heavier. It's more like a towel. It's more like a hanky towel. I'm sure they're getting them for this. Thing. I don't know, but let me just tell you why it's moved from white to red because their hands were forced. Major League Baseball rules now prohibit white in-stadium rally towels. It's been referred to the Homer Hanky rule. The no-white rules apply to in-stadium signage, graphics as well, to prevent distracting players from seeing clearly the white ball in play. Which was why the Homer Hanky, I don't know if the gal... It was, it was successful. A gal, it was a gal from yes. who worked at the Star Tribune yes, in the marketing department yes. who came up with that promo. Yeah. So you can get... And they made that for all of Major League Baseball because everyone did then start doing that the after White the Days. Twins. Yeah. Waving yeah, them. That's an effect for all stadiums. Wow, that's right. pretty... You can't have white billboards. That lady needs to call anywhere. us who invented yeah. that. Like uh, They made a big rule for everybody because that was so good. There you go, Laurie. But to get a towel, if you're going to Monday's game, we don't know if it's going to be day or night, but I'm assuming it'll be night on television. Yeah. You'll get one. But for everyone else, you can go to Homer Hanky. You can get it at Cub Food locations. You can get it at Target Field. Is it really not a hanky like a bandana anymore? No, it's more of a like a golf, like rub your golf towels down. Your golf clubs. I don't like that. You can't tie it around your finger. It's going to be heavier to weigh. It's going to be heavy. I knew. (laughs) Yeah. How can you tie a golf towel around your finger? It's all about you, isn't it? No. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Julia, do you know how? Practical PCBW. Your arm is going to get real tired. Uh, I'm not going to tell. I'm not going, so I'm not worried about it. You're right, though. Yeah. The towel is heavier. It's heavier. It's (laughs) not carpal tunnel. A bandana is so much better. It's so because you can wear it some more. We can wear it around our neck. We can wear it in our hair. You can tuck the towel in your pants. Yes. Yeah. Jeez. That's a guy came up with that. I agree. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. But we like that. No, we were talking about Robert De Niro's. I'm sorry. They're $3. Oh, okay. $3. And, they, and they go to the Twins Community Fund. Perfect. So. I'm glad they kept the price affordable. Yeah. All right. Can I move on? Please do. Please. Remember earlier we were listening to Robert De Niro's, or De Niro's. I like De Niro. <laughs> I like that She's new name. I know. I really, <laughs> you guys. I'm did you really... take any medication yes. besides yes. nose lavaging? Yes. I've got a bunch of Dayquil in me, and I've got a bunch of other junk. Oh, and don't forget the hairball in your throat. No, I'm not done. That can't, you talked my whole random thoughts. When I come back, I've got a theory why the Uber charge was so high for Robert De Niro's assistance. Well, you can give us that theory during theories today, because we actually got a whole section oh, for you to go off you on. You liar. You're just going to talk. No, Julia. Right. You said your voice hurt. It does. What is it? Make up your mind, woman. This has really been I a funny show today. I went to show today. of Young Somebody Sweet Row. Yeah, we're Young having- Sweet Row. <laughs> Side sauce. Yeah.
We can't have any more Hollywood music. We must get to Chris Hewitt from uh, the Star Tribune. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. We always insult each other with, what are you reading? Because you are a great you reader. Are, you read too. You know we love to read. And, and you're reading you. the same book right now that we're having on in two weeks. It's crazy. I know. What's it called again? The Secrets We Kept. Reese Witherspoon picked it for the month of October. Well, Ju- Lori and Julie are having it in the month of October. I know. I'm just saying. We all picked it for the we month of October. Did. Look at that. We're having a woohoo moment. Woohoo. Okay, so. Not uh, to be confused with the young, sweet woo. Yeah. yeah. Settle, settle the Joker debate. Is this the most overhyped Hollywood movie? Or that it, the only good thing in it is Joaquin Phoenix? Or is it like a movie that's just going to be. For comic book fans that love, you know, these kind of movies, they're going to love it. I'm not sure it's for comic book fans at all. Really? I mean, it's a drama about mental illness, essentially. So it's not a comic book movie. Okay, well, that's good. People need to know that because they might be thinking they're going to see uh, the comic book movie. If you call it. Okay. It's really gruesome and it's pretty grim actually because he what happens at the beginning of the movie, the government removes funding for. Uh, mental health uh, medications and so he goes off he says seven medications and then he, uh, that, he th- this is scaring me already if this were to actually happen it's meant to uh it basically says it's basically i think a movie about what happens if society doesn't care enough to take care of its most vulnerable people oh. and in his case he becomes extremely violent and he's filled with rage and he does a lot of really really bad things <laughs> Yeah, but it, I I'm I don't think it's for like say the casual Batman fan at all. There is kind of a nod to Batman, and we see Batman's parents get killed again. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So we know that we're potentially that we're leading in into that. We are, are in Gotham. In Gotham? Okay, we are in Gotham. Okay, but otherwise it's, it's the Bronx, it's, but it's Gotham. Yeah. And is it circa what year is this? Eighty one. Okay. Did you like it? I. Did I have some? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is spectacular in it. Okay. It's, I think it's my favorite movie performance I've seen this year. He's just amazing. Okay. Um, and I like the movie. I I have some issues with the fact that it doesn't seem to care about women at all, mm-hmm. and women's rage at all. I mean, it's about we've seen a lot of movies about well, men's rage. Yeah. Martin yes. Scorsese White has made every age. movie yeah. he's ever made about uh, one. That. The Guardian said it was Taxi Driver for Dummies. That and I know, but I mean, but for, it, that's if you know the movie Taxi exactly. Driver, and that's a early seventies, you know, movie reference. But it's a basically white man rage. It's somewhat comparable to Taxi Driver, probably even more so to The King of Comedy. I don't think it's dumb though. I okay. think I think it is a pretty intelligent movie. I just think it's a little bit maybe nearsighted. But um, I I would say in general I like the movie and uh, I really 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 like his performance. All right, can he keep up? Um a sustained Oscar campaign for the Joker when um, he doesn't like he doesn't to talk know, to people. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't like being asked about. Is he, the studios didn't help like figure out how to message that? Oh, they never even thought that they need to in this day and age of mass shootings and you know nihilistic guys that you know in their basement. You know that whole the meant all the things that trigger these mass shooting that they just didn't figure out a way to explain it as far as like how you even just said it's really a treatise on you know on mental ill. You know they didn't come up with a message. Yeah, which or, seems like it kind of has but, left him hanging because last weekend 
they banned all the entertainment press from the red carpet and they only allowed photographers. Yeah, it seems like they have been caught a little bit unawares and maybe forgot that Dark Knight was, through no fault of its own, involved in previous violence. And It seems like there was sort of an arrogance on the part of the studio to not take that in. And that's one of the criticisms that people hate about Hollywood is that they just... They're so above can you just, themselves. Is, is it hard to just enjoy this movie for what it is, or can you? What do you mean? Can you just go in and it's a good movie? It, but Julia, it is a good movie, but yeah. it's not like a feel-good movie No, at I all. know that. It's, I totally know that. I'm not going to go see this movie. Well, neither am I. Yeah, I mean, I just... But are, my kids want to see it. They but love But they it. think it's because of it's more a Batman thing. They don't realize... Would you say well, that they... No, they know it's a prequel to the Joker character. Oh. It's kind of a prequel to the Joker character. That's what they're selling it on to get butts in seats. But people, I think the word of mouth on this movie is going to go because you're going to have. Sorry, he liked it. But I. But what I'm saying is that like kids that are in their teens and their twenties that think they're really seeing a whole Gotham story, a whole backstory, yeah, it's, it's not that. Yeah, it's not and a popcorn that, movie. It's a grim movie about mental illness. Maybe that's why they didn't want to have anything, because they're maybe relying not. on, they want everyone to think it's a true origin story. And they have an actor who is not good at schmoozing. No. I mean, he will mm-hmm. not participate in an Oscar campaign. No, he, he doesn't yeah. care if he wins an Oscar. Okay. And, he you said, know, he's been nominated before, and well, he probably will be again. Yeah. But I don't think they can count on him to well, do it. Maybe that was the strategy on the part of it because they just want people to have that perception about it because for the that first weekend it could bring in huge money and then when you start sharing the story, right? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. And yeah. maybe there's an audience for a grim movie about mental illness <laughs> that has Joker in it. But yeah, it's a know. it's a. I think it probably is a tricky sell for the studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. How about Ad Astra, the astronaut movie with Brad Pitt? Also a tricky sell for the studio, probably, because <laughs> it's pretty grim, too, now that I think about it. That's maybe the operative word today. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays an astronaut whose father is played by Tommy Lee Jones. He went on a mission to, gosh, now I'm forgetting, is it Jupiter? I think it's Jupiter. Neptune. Many years. Neptune is, sorry. yeah, okay. Neptune. Is he, like, been there for 27 years? Something like that. Oh, God. And his kid then also became an astronaut. Uh, and we begin to see that both of them are kind of remote types who fit that kind of stoic bravery of an astronaut, never can deal with the emotions of the people at home sort mm-hmm. of a situation. So he goes off in search of his dad and maybe himself into space. Look at how Julia's eyes are glazing over, even <laughs> as you're describing <laughs> this movie. It's it's only slow. It's uh. I don't know that I would say it's slow, actually. Okay. There's, there are a fair amount of sequences that are pretty suspenseful. But I feel like here's another thing that I think we've kind of gotten a lot of at the movie is like male superstars with daddy issues. And when oh. you couple that with the stoic bravery of astronauts, it feels like that's another thing we've gotten quite a lot of. Yes. Yeah. So I do think it's a well-being movie. And I actually uh, uh, did enjoy it. I mean, I would probably give it three out of four stars, but um, I don't think you're going to be blown away by its freshness or originality. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't care about women 
at all. all. <laughs> there are two, I think, women in it. Uh, no, three. Uh, Liv Tyler, who basically appears in a couple of phone calls pleading with them to come home. She's his wife. <laughs> We've seen that in yeah. every astronaut movie. <laughs> Natasha Leone, who's on for like 45 seconds, checking him into his spacecraft. And then one of the astronauts is a woman. But yeah. um, spoiler alert, she doesn't make it to the end of the movie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, we oh don't, my I don't gosh. even know what he's talking about. Okay, so did you... Julia gave us a review on Monday. She gave us a real movie review of Hustlers, Julia, in four words. I couldn't stand it. <laughs> really? There was no character development. I hated it. I didn't I loved feel, it. Uh, all right. I couldn't stand. I, I felt nothing. I felt <gasps> like it was such a bunch of crap. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because of the stripper milieu? Or? No, I didn't care about that. Okay. I just, I didn't care about what it was about anymore. I just thought... We didn't have any backstory on um, J Lo's character. I didn't care about her like at all, and I, oh. for some reason, needed to care about her to believe what she was doing. And the Wu character, Connie Wu, is her new name because I can't pr- pronounce. She keeps Con- calling her Constant Cons- Wu, like a constant state <laughs> I of don't Wu. Like that. I know, I know. So I'm calling her Connie Wu. Um, she at least get, had a little heart in her character. Uh-huh. I couldn't stand it. I, I couldn't stand it. What did you think, Chris? I, I like it a lot. And I kind of like, I know what you're saying about the backstory of the J-Lo character, but I kind of like the mystery about her character and the way she's this kind of tough pa- okay. mother hen. Almost. Did you feel passionate, compassionate for her at I all? Did. You did? Like, I love the way she kind of reaches out, even though she's kind of a hard ass, the way she reaches out to the Constance Wu character, excuse me, Kan Wu. Mm-hmm. Is yes. that it? Connie Wu. Connie Wu. Character, um... Almost in a kind of a sisterhood way. I like that stuff quite a bit. And the music is amazing. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. Were you at all feeling... Um, no, my friend couldn't stand it Green-eyed either. over any of the sparkly cos- costumes in the pole dancing? Because remember, no. you were going to do the pole dancing? No, not and learn a, how to oh, do you that. think I was jealous? Yeah. And that's what made me not like it now. <laughs> Honestly, God, not even for a second. I was really disappointed. Bummer. Yeah. Do you think I, it had been too hyped and you were expecting so too much? It was so hyped. I, I got to go see it. All right. I'll be curious. Because I think. might like it. I love a cold hearted bitch. I really do. Um, I mean, I, I get don't think them. she is that. Okay, I think but she does underneath, have a heart. They're always, there's a warm heart. I, right. I, just, I like that character. I, you never do. No. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good thing to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to I seeing that I love a cold-hearted <laughs> bitch. I really do. I we don't, don't get to see enough of them. The autobiography. We don't get to see enough of Where's Prada? I mean, yeah, I love that. That one made sense. I just, I couldn't stand it. Huh. Well, that's a bummer. Is J-Lo going to get nominated for like a best supporting? She's not good. I think she's good. But that's... It's a really tough category this year. Like I can, I'm thinking in my head. I can think of Are five women. Are there a lot women. of people? Okay, okay give so, us the women that you can. I think mean, of. we're probably about to talk about one All of right, them. Okay, we'll come when back. we come back, we when we come back, we do want to talk about the movie we've been obsessing about ever since Donnie posted the first damn trailer. I swear, a year ago, <laughs> Judy, sorry, Renee Zellweger, we want to. Uh, you did see that, so we want to talk about that when we come back. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Is the meaning of this all right let's hollywood speak uh, from chris hewitt let's get the hollywood speak on judy 
Starring oh, Renee Zellweger, the wait. movie, because it goes into wide release this weekend, this Friday. Does that mean I'm supposed to put my reaction in code? No. no. Okay. It Just means kidding. we play the, the real song. We want the real scoop from okay. you on what you think of this movie. Uh, she's fantastic in it. And she's going to be very good on her road to the Oscars because she can oh, do press. She's been there. She's lovely. She's so fun to talk to. She's gotten a lot better, too, because I was just remembering. Do you remember when they had that kind of crazy event in Duluth? Her and George Clooney oh, for, for leatherheads. Leatherheads. rode the train yes. into Duluth for that Leatherheads. And they gave a press conference and he was delightful and, and charismatic. And she was a stump. Yeah. She just like sat next to him and didn't say a word. Well, maybe her five years off and doing like she's told i think it was this sunday morning i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She said, I needed five years. to. I just had made so many movies to just right. be with my nieces and nephews and just be out of the famous spotlight. And she's 52. She's someone else in the 50 circle. Yes, she is. We love it when people turn 50, Chris. Because they're in our um, yeah in our, in our circle. Come on to this side of the room. Join us in Join the 50s. <laughs> Um, and I believe she might actually be shy too. Yeah. Actually, come to think of it, um, yeah. But she's not shy in the movies. She's spectacular. Uh, it's you know Judy at the end of her career, so it's not I think as uh important that she sound like Judy Garland actually right. sound or be. She's a fine singer. Mm-hmm. She doesn't really sound like her, but I do think she kind of looks like her. And partly it's because I think those contacts they made for her are amazing. Yeah, she okay. really looks like she has Judy Garland's eyes somehow. Mm-hmm. Wow, because her eyes are you know sort of a light blue, right? And these are that deep, rich, really big, really expressive brown. Yeah. Um, and she's we get to see a Judy Garland who's I mean she's at the end of her life, so obviously she's in some trouble. But we also get to see some joy from her, which is nice. Mm-hmm. She meets some fans. This is a fictitious episode, but it's a sweet one. She meets some fans and goes home and makes scrambled eggs and plays cards with them. Yeah, and You that's get a sense of, of her the, sense what, of humor. That's what Ju- uh, Renee Zellweger has said, you know, in the interviews I've seen her is that she said it wasn't just that she still was this really funny, incredible woman. And she was doing this to... You know, make a better, yeah, her kids Kids and and all this stuff. She's essentially homeless during the period of the movie and trying to make enough money to support her kids and put them in a good school. She just felt like when she said, when I fell down the Judy Garland rabbit hole on YouTube, I just watched everything and listened to older recordings. She watched, she said, I really love watching the Judy Garland TV show. Mm. Have you guys ever gone on that? You know, Barbara Streisand was on that with her. But she said, then I listened to recordings of her as her voice got older, where she smoked and drank. And- well, and she at the, you know, she was always on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. And the movie doesn't skim over that. Right, right. She she has a couple of appearances in her concert act where she mm-hmm. basically can't go on because she's so wasted. But yeah. Um, All right. So that's a, that's going to be a shoe. She's going to be a shoe in for Academy Award for, for sure. nominations. I don't yeah. think the movie will. It has some problems. The big problem is there are a bunch of flashbacks to the essentially the beginning of her drug problem when she was making Wizard mm-hmm. of Oz. And there 
unbelievably bad. Oh, the guy me. who plays Louis B. Mayer <laughs> oh. is so terrible. Oh, no. It's one of the worst movie performances you will ever why, see. Why would they allow that to happen? I don't know. And the funny thing is, when I was writing my review, I was writing, you know, one of the worst performances ever is given by, and I'm like, oh, I got to look up his name on IMDb. I looked on IMDb. The actor and the character at that point, maybe they've corrected this, mm-hmm. were not even listed on the Internet oh, Movie funny. Database oh my as gosh. if they knew, knew that people across the country were preparing to say this guy is god awful. That's funny. In the review. So I had to call the studio and say, who's Who is the this? guy who's playing him? Yeah. He's some British guy. I'd never heard of him before. And maybe part of the problem is that he's uncomfortable with the accent. He clearly is uncomfortable with the accent. So uh, he's maybe. still not on IMDb. Oh, you're kidding me, Johnny. just checked. a prominent role. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy's in like five funny. scenes, probably. Um, Chris, you had, I read your review. I think we read part of it out loud. Your Downton Abbey yeah, review. Because mm. I, I loved that movie. Did Isn't you? It? Lo- I'm going to try to go tonight. It, it, you haven't seen it? No. Oh. It will make you happy. I just, if like, you feel the, blue. Instant it, that music starts and you see that gravel path leading up to the house. But you don't need to be a fan of Downton Abbey. You can just My go. girlfriend never had seen one TV episode, and she absolutely loved the whole movie. She just huh. said it was, that's what she I She didn't heard. care that she didn't know any of the she history. Didn't or... make, it didn't make a damn bit of difference. See, I'm going to try to think like that when I'm there. Because like, you didn't watch the show either? I didn't watch the last season. So I have no to. idea. Oh, well, you don't need matter. to. It yeah. does, uh, but I think it helps to know who the people are. Well, but why? It's but a great again, story why? about this, you know, family in a certain time of the year, and the king and queen are coming. Why do you need to know anything else? <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, Maybe I mean, not. you really didn't. Based on my girlfriend, but everyone she, loved it. She just said, "I just feel like we've been to tea, we've had dessert, and I'm so happy in the costumes." And I mean, well, if they passed out a couple of scones at the screenings of that movie, it would be a complete experience, huh? Yeah. Oh. Well, weren't you kind of blown <laughs> away great. though at how great that? Downton Abbey looked on the big screen because you didn't you don't really get the full measure on the TV even if you have a big screen it's something how it's shot the costuming and the I, I mean they know. had a much bigger budget for the movie than they yeah, were for the it, show, so I, it was a feast for the eyes and I hope they're planning another one it sure seems like there don't you think based on those final scenes they kind of said that they were yeah yeah I oh, think good and it, chapter two was just terrible what a yeah, terrible I didn't like movie. it either. Oh my gosh. And it feels bad. like it's like two completely different movies that are kind of crammed they together. They slapped it together. And, and it's so long. Long. Three oh. hours. Yeah, so that long. was a real disappointing movie. Okay, yeah. so speaking of so long, when you make that face, when you say three hours, my are you so going to are you gonna watch the Irish gangster one? The Martin? Irishman? Yeah. I mean, I will, yeah. And I hope they screen it in theaters because it sounds like it's... Uh, another one that's great looking and that will look great right. in theaters. I'm fine with three hours. In fact, I just saw a three hour movie this morning. Which one? Um, well, maybe not quite three hours. I saw both Motherless Brooklyn and Just Mercy, the movie about the uh, guy, Brian Stevenson, who helps people on death row. Is this the Michael B. Jordan? That's Michael B. Jordan, and his client is Jamie Foxx. Oh, is it so good? Both amazing in it. Yeah, they're oh. both fantastic. And Tim uh, Blake Nelson is in it playing a guy who. True had, story. Based on a true story. Okay. Um, the guy uh, uh, was recently died actually the guy that uh brian stevenson is working to get out of jail who's played by jamie fox mm-hmm. he was on death row for i think seven years before um finally justice wow and it was somebody who recanted his testimony that resulted in that and that guy's played played by tim blake nelson 
who will get an Oscar nomination. He's and amazing. how about Michael B. Jordan or Jamie Foxx? Are they uh, would be up for anything in this movie? I think movie? they both could be. They really. Uh, both of them are kind of understated performances, so they're not the kind that are super showy. Mm-hmm. Tim Blake Nelson's is super showy. Um, but there's this moment where they're in the middle of a retrial or they're trying to get a retrial and Michael B. Jordan looks at Jamie Foxx at a moment when it's all, when their case is falling apart. And this look, it's like half a second, but something about that looks conveys so much. It really convinced me about Michael B. I mean, I already liked Michael B. Jordan, but it really convinced me that he can do anything. He's we've loved him since Friday night lights. Heck we, I think he was on all my children. Was he? I think so. I mean, but he has really made whoever he's worked with as a manager. He's He's had because he did Fruitvale Station was sort of like his first movie after Friday Night Lights. He's, you know, and he got the superhero, you know, the Black Panther. He's been very smart because now he's I mean, he started a production company like as soon as he had a one hit movie, I think he wanted to start telling, you know, I think he's listed as one of the producers of this movie, actually. Yeah, so it doesn't just, come out till January, so I shouldn't oh, be hyping it yeah, up too much. Sorry, right. but he's got to be one of the most eligible bachelors. Him and Milo Ventimiglia. They, no, Milo is with someone. They're just friends. Oh God, Lord. <laughs> Julia, I'm telling you, they're just friends. Okay. I'm telling you, she already knows who I'm talking about. I do. We both watched Entertainment Tonight <laughs> this morning. <laughs> I know. Okay, so That's Donnie funny. posted this uh, Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, have you heard about it, The Gentleman? Uh, a little bit. I heard what you were just telling us. Okay, yeah. so it was previously the name of the movie. Thank goodness Guy Ritchie changed it. Madonna's X. It was going to be Tough Guys, T-O-F-F, which is very oh, British. For, right? What does tough mean? Like fancy? Or, I think so. Or Bush. Okay, and oh then luckily they were like, that doesn't. So now it's called The Gentleman, and it's a crime thriller that's funny. That is vintage guy, Richie, yeah, is it not? Because he did Snatch. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. So it follows expat Michael Pearson McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey, okay. who has a marijuana empire in London, and he's looking to get out of it. So the it triggers plot schemes and bribery and blackmail. And here's the all-star cast. Charlie Hunnam, Hugh Grant, Henry Golding, Michelle Dockery, Colin Farrell. That's a hot... That's a hot list. That is a pretty hot list. That's a hot it list. doesn't have a lot of women in it. Well, it's Guy Ritchie. They never yeah. do. He never it's does. A guy They're film. always good. But Julia and I watched the trailer and we're like, oh, just for the hot guys alone, we feel like we want to see this movie. I mean, yeah, I, are we shallow? We're shallow. We're shallow. I, I mean, I was pleased that there was a strip search scene in that Just Mercy movie I just saw because I was like, <laughs> you can't be hiding Michael B. Jordan's chest <laughs> under his shirt for the whole movie. No, Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Chris from the Star Tribune. Follow Chris uh, on Twitter at Hewitt Strip. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Chris. We'll be back.